Three Letter Thursdays where we drink three liters of batch brew and the Marble Street crew chat about the things that uh, inspire us, uh, frustrate us, and uh, make us love coffee more. So um, down to an hour, hopefully, or half an hour. Um, and we will, we've got a bit of structure this week, so we'll work through some rapid-fire questions, a couple of main topics that um, uh, are on our agenda, and then a, a, a quick bit of advice from each of us. Um, it's going to be ad hoc, but we're, we're just going to go for it. And then we're going to finish with uh, one rapid-fire question each. Um, and this week we've decided that, uh, not Joe, it's going to be Mike. Mike's going to take the three rapid-fire questions from Joe and I, so... Um, straight to the brain. Straight to the brain. Um, and, and just so you know, we'll all say hello. It's Nico here. Hello. And... Joe, good morning. Hello, good afternoon, whenever it is in podcast land. Morning, this is Tom. G'day. How are you? Hope you're all very well. And this is Mike. Good morning. It is Thursday morning for us while we record this. And it's already warm. Straight into rapid fire questions. Mikey. Favourite coffee this week from me? Um, I'm going to say Daily Grind this week, only because um, of its multiple times it impressed me. We um, First time was Tuesday morning, I cupped it, and it was the best it's tasted in a long time. Just really blew a few people away. And then the second time when we dialed in a new grinder on the bar and... and it, you know, within three shots, we were drinking delicious coffee. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because you've been playing with profiles on the lowering, dialing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Both 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 uh, times it tasted with the same batch out of pure coincidence, and um, and well, we've well, made well, a small adjustment to the profile where there's a little less um, heat applied in the first three minutes, and and that was really only. We did that to uh, avoid potential roast faults, and it also did did that and improve the flavour. Awesome, yeah. sick. Well, what I, you... I, I had one of those cups, and I was it was three o'clock in the afternoon, and I don't drink coffee then, past then twelve o'clock. And then I couldn't <laughs> stay. I was lying in bed, but the great thing about lying in bed was I could remember that cup of coffee. Just going, that was really good, and I couldn't believe it was daily grind, and I couldn't believe it was a uh, out of that brand new anthem that you know. That, yeah. That yeah, that looks like a hot rod. Batman grinder. Like a Batman grinder, <coughs> which we will share with everyone. The Marvel Street point. Custom Mod. Mm. Rapid fire question from Joe. What are you working on this week? Uh, this week, um, what did I do? Roasted coffee cup, ran the cupping, um, roasted more coffee, shot photos for Christmas products, designed some tote bags. And hopefully finish it all off today. Cool. That's it. Uh, third question along. Uh, outside of myself, what's been annoying you this week? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, very good time. Stand up. Not a lot this week. I had a, like a really positive week, I think. You've been Ma- crushing it. I was going to say, Mike, Mike, Mike the, Mike the, uh, Mike the, what, what the club crusher. Look, you know, you know, Laurie's left us, and 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 oh, he's just partially left us. Um, and I turned up to base camp, and there was just all this stuff at like <laughs> yeah, one, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the? What the? What the I'm like, I'm like you up. are you are beating me. Yeah. Uh, anyway. What was the question, Tommy? <laughs> Something that is annoyed. Ah, here we go. Yeah. I know, and I actually really can't. I I've, can't I've answer got, that I've one. I've got a suggestion for you. Yeah. Digital battery operated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're recording this um, also visually on um, a lovely friend of our Gabe, friend of ours Gabe's camera and. It's a fairly new model 5D, Canon 5D, and, and Nico has one of the first model 5Ds, and the batteries fit perfectly, except they've changed the contact point. Why, I don't know, but the video might cut out, so yeah. if, you, if you can hear us but can't see us, we haven't turned off the lights, the camera's just run out of battery. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably, yeah, you know. The camera looks exactly the same as it did eight years ago, but 
Um, Canon decided they needed to sell more batteries. Yeah. <laughs> or they just put the put them together wrong. Maybe maybe that's an American camera. And yeah. and we, and, and I have an Australian One. camera or something. It's like metric versus imperial batteries. Yeah, <laughs> Canon, good on you. Um, I was kind of insinuating more like scales. Yeah, scales. I was thinking that's oh, where yeah. you were going. Scales. Yeah. Scales. That you, know, you know, I think we just a one-liner here, everyone. Yep. And I'm going to move on to the next question, which is... You know what? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. You know what? Here it goes. I'm going to move on to question three. But anyway, here it goes. Everyone, check your scales. Make sure your scales work. All right. Let's, yeah. let's move on. Make sure you're using your scales all day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In and out. If you yeah. don't have a calibration weight, pick something that you know the weight of and... And uh, not yourself, you know, like your water filter <laughs> or something. And if, if, if you totally. come in and it weighs 100 grams more the next day, then that's why your coffee tastes bad. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, you know, we, we, we trust we, 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 a little too much now. Ah, absolutely. I, I think so. We, we, let's go down that road. We, Mike and I um, had uh, worked on an account, um, a coffee account, which is one of our favorite accounts. Just, you know, um, just having extreme issues with all parts of espresso making, you know, from the EK not working to the PB not doing what it's supposed to be doing as far as volumes and, you know, times are all, you know, it just seemed wild. And the only, the only consistent tool amongst all those three things was the one set of scales that, um, that the, the, the cafe implements. Um, so um, um, we quickly realized that the 20 gram dose was actually a 19 gram dose. And, um, and then that's why the EK wasn't working, and, and then and then you know Mike put a porta filter on, on on the set of scales, and it was like sixty grams out, you know. So the scales weren't just a gram out; they were a percentage, ten percent out or something. Yeah, so six hundred grams yeah. or sixty grams out, and so you put a cup on the scale, then obviously you're going to get a huge variation, you know. So and then it happened again this morning with James. You know, he rang me this morning, James Tadaskis. Mm. Hello, James. Uh, you know. He's got four sets of scales. They all read differently. Calibrate your scales. Um, guard them. Treat them with love. Yeah. Don't drop them. Don't drop them. It's difficult for scales to work after and they're have, being dropped. Have a calibration tool. And, you yeah. know, just make it part of your routine. Yeah. Make it part of your routine. Dial in each morning with a calibration weight while you're doing something else on the machine. It only takes a couple of secs. Or, or even just, just know what each of your portafilters weigh. And know what your dosing cup weighs. If you're, right. you're either dosing into a dosing cup or you're dosing into your portafilter. Yeah. Know the weight of one of those. The metal dosing cups weigh 92 grams and yeah. the portafilter <laughs> weighs roughly 575 grams. I think. 79 yeah. point something is the one it's I... The I, metal ones over there are 90, 80, they're 92. Yeah, there you go. So, so there you go. And, and a paper cup, which no one uses anymore, <laughs> yeah. is that right? No one uses a paper cup, weighs 6.5 grams. <laughs> okay, so we, we've gone through it. Okay, I think so. Um, we're on, we're moving on to the main body. Uh, so we've got the, the first topic today. We're going to quickly talk about this. Is uh, you know a bit, bit provocative. Is you know wholesale kilo pricing. Why we charge what we charge? Maybe there's three questions. I don't know. But why we charge what we charge? Why is the price static? And why do so many people obsess over the kilo price? Who wants to answer any of that? I'll, I'll just chime in and say I've never owned my own cafe. Um, I have managed entire cafes and I've managed coffee for cafes. And I just don't get it. I, I do not get why a couple of bucks make such a big difference, even over the space of 20 30 kilos a week. If you're smashing out 30 kilos a week, you're a frigging epic cafe. Yeah. Not too many cafes are doing that unless they're dosing 30, 30, gra- 30 grams. 30 grams. Yeah. In which case you're wasting 30% of your coffee. Yes. Um, so it, like 30 kilos a week, a couple of bucks per kilo, it's $60 in your week. Like it, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. And then when you break it down into the per dose, it's it's a couple of cents per it, cup. I, I just I don't understand. As a barista who's never been the person paying the bills, I don't understand why you'd get so 
yeah. worked up over totally. it. Totally. You, you, you definitely save inefficiencies with great coffee, like great coffee that's consistent where you're not changing the dose, sorry, changing the grind and you're not, you, you, you know, where you're employing good efficiencies and there's great training and we're making espresso easily and quickly without wastage. Those efficiencies far outweigh the $60 a week or $90 a week or $20 a week difference in, in blend costs. You know, it's, you know. so, so what are those efficiencies? Behind the bar? Yeah. Using like, scales, calibrating scales. Using, using your scales, calibrating your scales. Um, just keeping stuff clean. I, 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 I saw a guy, I saw a guy training at, or trialing the other day at a local cafe. And you know the grinder was dosing obviously more than twenty grams, so he was getting the weight. The he was getting the the grinds that were over twenty grams and throwing them in the bin. Mm. You know, so Just like a gram every every shot a gram. So it's like you know five percent. Yeah, gone, gone. gone. You know, I, and I was horrified. I was like, why are you throwing? Why are you throwing that? And then, why and are you throwing that in the bin? And like, then rewind like or rewind like ten years ago or even less when it was. The manual rovers with the and then the whole the whole tray, the whole tray yeah, yeah, yeah totally. The pyramid tip that in the bin, yeah, 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 totally, totally. So like you, you'd 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 swipe back into the the doser, but you'd chuck all the coffee that fell off right there out as well. Mm. But you'd reuse it, just yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's it's like I mean, you could use that. You wastage could use, is, it, it, wastage just, is wastage. And just say you didn't want to use that coffee. I mean, you could use that for a full immersion cold brew, right? If you wanted to, you could, there's, there's ways to use it. In, the bin is not the, the bin is for rubbish. Likewise with spare espresso shots that have just sat there. Yeah. Know? Well, that was another. Uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, we 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 will di- yeah. we've digressed. Give it to the Tommy. chefs. Cook something with it. Efficiencies. Make a drink. What are you saying? Where can we? Where can we? You know, like if we're talking about kilo price, like, you know, where? Where can we? Where are the other efficiencies that far outweigh? the actual price of the coffee. I don't know that I have a, a, a wise answer over and above what we've been chatting about. I, th- I feel like if you're just onto your processes and you, as you say, minimal wastage, everything, you're barely changing your grind. You don't need to be wasting shots to, to dial in or throughout the day. Your first shot should be... First shot's you know there or close enough you're wasting two or three in the morning and then all day all you're doing is checking and so you're not wasting any time you're just doing the same thing day in day out there should be no wastage throughout the day right it should just be like first shot's good but then the last shot's good right like just keep yeah keep on it and just keep just to make sure you don't get get so far away from it just keep checking all day because you know there's there's people out there that so yeah, I'm brewing within the brew guides, but there's no scales to be seen. There's no timers. Yeah. They're just assuming they're in the brew guide, and they probably are. But you know, it's when you're five steps away rather than one step away that you start wasting coffee. Yeah, and a whole lot of bad cups have gone out, right? Yeah. At, so at, at that same time, just just keep keep on to it. Mm. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Try and pick up all the one percenters. You know, like we talked about, I think maybe last week, but that's been a topic like. You know, there's definitely a kid. If, if you've got a gram out on your scales and if you've got a dirty grinder and if you haven't looked at your volumetrics in a while or haven't checked, like, checked them, that's 3% or 5%. And they're that, cumulative that, they're, yeah. and they, in, in, in the they, order of magnitude, right? It's like 1%, but then you add another 1% to that and all of a sudden it's 20% out. Like yeah. It's like it's not just the 1%. Yeah. And like, I think you know, we, we worked on that account this week. Um, where everything was wild, the scales were out, but then also, you know, they're using a puck press and one of the handles was not the same height as the rest. So and the it baskets was, it, were blown out because they're, you know, high too volume. Old. Yeah, 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 the baskets. One, you know, three new baskets, three handles that are actually, that fit the puck press so that they're all getting tamped at the same rate. Um, uh, a new set of scales and guess what? It's like consistency. Consistency is there. It's, it's, it's the basics. And I think, I think automation... And, you know, people are, you know, I think automation can be your enemy because you trust too much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it, but you've also got to... Check. You've also got to trust it like it's a human. 
Yeah. Treated yeah. like a human. You're, you're in charge. Yeah. It does the work for you, but... But ultimately, yeah, do you're... Not, do not submit to the robots. Yeah, yeah, you're in charge and you're responsible. Yes. <laughs> when it doesn't work, it's your fault, not the machine's yes. fault. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, cool. Um, topic two, what are we doing? I think, Mikey, you're supposed to be running this. How did I take over? Sorry. I thought it was Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe's running this. Anyway, <laughs> we're, 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 we're running this. Topic two is equipment. We're working um, it out. Topic two. Well, oh. I thought we'd just talk about equipment. Like just, yeah, just, it was frustrations well, mainly with, yeah. with a few things. Yeah. Uh, I guess we've been trialing a few different larger size batch brewers. Um, we've always been a, a, a fan of the, the Mocker Master, but we've got a number of accounts now that sell a lot of filter and we'd like to have something that can, that can brew th- three litres of coffee. Um, and it's imperative for a Thursday at nine o'clock here. And an, <laughs> but also not cost them $3,000, you know? Yeah, yeah um, the, the Fedco's an amazing machine. Yeah, There's but some no people one just don't f- have that money. It's it's yeah. a real barrier to entry. Yeah. By the time you buy a Fedco and a EK, you're looking at not a lot of change from ten thousand dollars. Yeah, totally. And and you got vac pots in there. Yeah. But by the way, just use the Fedco vac pots. Do yeah. not buy any other vac yeah. pots. Use, buy them direct. Buy yeah. the fat. Buy Fedco. Give everyone else's vac pot back and use the Fedco vac pots. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> do, do not buy anyone else's. They, the coffee tastes better for substantially longer. Oh, and, well, and you can and drink the coffee hotter. the next day almost. Oh, yeah. well, I've come in in the morning and there's been coffee there and I'm going I'm I'm to try that. Steam coming yeah. off it. And it <laughs> the next day, like 24 hours, it's, like, it's still warm. Yeah, and it, it's, it's certainly not 100%. You probably wouldn't serve it, but, but it, it's consumable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I guess the frustration with them has been like uh, either they they don't do the volume, they don't do a three liter, and they don't auto fill, or they do do that and they don't auto fill. The filter papers don't fit. Oh, yes. so, someone someone, makes, someone make a filter paper with the fits. What is what is yeah. with uh, that? I, I thought maybe I was missing something, but I, I did a I did a worldwide search to look for filter papers that fit. Like a three-liter vac, a three-liter um, like. So we've got the. Th- so on the bar, we've got a, a Marco two-liter, which yeah, is Marco called the Brew. The Brew. Brew with a U, bro. And we've got the Thermo King. We've got the Thermo King from um, uh, Techno Verve, which is no, the Mocha Master is the model number. I think so that's Techno Verve's the the manufacturer. I think. Right. Uh, and actually, that brewer is ninety percent there, in my eyes. It's oh, just, the brewer it, itself is. Yeah, it's got it's got auto fill. It's nine hundred and fifty dollars or a thousand dollars or something. Oh, plus plus mm. plus, um, um, plus a vac pot. Yeah, there's a few extras. Like yeah, well, you, you won't get away with it. You, it's going to cost you twelve hundred bucks or whatever. But yeah, the time but that's three one liter mockamasters, so that's kind of relative. Whereas yeah, I suppose that's right. Yeah, yeah, you know, a one yeah. liter mockamaster to a Fetco is a big. But the, the issues scale. the issues we've had with that with that techno baby is that it's uh is the flow rate's too high for the for the basket, so you end up with bypass brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get extraction, that's no problem, uh, and the fill papers don't fit. So if we could slow the flow just a tad, with a we'll restrictor get, of some sort. We'll get a filter paper that goes all the way to the top of the basket. Oh, that would work. That, mm. would, that would definitely work. <laughs> you know, I, think, I don't think we've had so many bypass brews ever. You know, that's, yeah. you know, but I mean, you know, we've had bypass brews in, in, in Fetco's as well when the flow rate's too high. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I think the um, output of the water is more consistent than the fat go. On the on oh yeah. The yeah, it's controlled, right? Yeah, so it's solenoid controlled, and you know it's it's not just a oh, thermal, thermal block just mm. doing its thing. It, I mean, it's amazing. It's an amazing piece of kit, but yeah. it's, it's you pay for it. You, I'm talking yeah. about the 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 oh the brew the brew no oh. the the big mocker master the big technova yep. is more consistent than the fat co on the out. Oh, you're right. I think as in the, as in this in terms of total volume total, and time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I feel like with the Fetco, you get var- more variance of total every, total weight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Does does it fill a tank and then then and then disperse it? I've I've never pulled a Fetco apart. But uh, I I do know that Elements uses them and yeah you know an untrained barista just walks up and follows the procedure and the coffee's you know can be stunning. Oh, I, I yeah. still believe the Fetco produces yeah. possibly the best cup out of all of them. Uh, yeah. uh, but, but, yeah. but, but I think the, the reason why it does is because 
the variables are controllable via yeah. the interface so you can slow the flow down yeah you don't get the bypass brew thing happening true you know and it's you press go you know you set the grind setting you press go and it does it does the same thing but if you could do that with the techno verb then you know then you're kind of mining anyway I'm, anyway i've got to say I, I really am enjoying the taste of coffee out of both of those yep. batch brewers the mm. technovorm and the Marco, Marco can I, brew. Can I try yeah. one of the uh, technos? Yes. Um, the, the Marco's the definitely the the deeper bed is. Oh, that's my theory anyway. The, it's got a deeper basket and the grind setting's coarser as well, right? Yeah, because, because so it's deeper. Getting, yeah, you're getting more depth. Yeah, more I th- depth. I think the coffee flavour is better. better acidity. Yep. Yeah. I and and you can fit a larger filter paper in there. It hangs over. It's not entirely pretty, but it. It works. It just works. You can put a Fetco filter paper in there, mm. fold it over the edges, plug it in. You don't need to get the scissors out and play macrame. And, <laughs> and, and you know, it, if it bypasses, it's coming out the top. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> there's a pretty clear sign you've gone too fine. But uh, the, the flavour out of that is, is fabulous. And the price point is really good. Um, only makes 2.2 litres, which for a three-litre Thursday is a slight issue. But outside of that, I think... Um, we, we, we can, I, 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 I reckon we can try just pouring another litre in. Oh, I think, my, I think we did that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Mike's suggesting we do it mid-brew. Yeah, mid-brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Dose it as if we're going to... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yes, guys, uh, let's have some simple processes for your bar. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through the room, please. I'm just, add, I'm just add, talking about three litre at Add another litre. But, you know, uh, <clears throat> part, of me, part of me just, you know, flips out at that's the size of that brewer. Yeah. It's like it's a monster. It's like a, you know, it's a towering beast. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a two litre brewer. Mm-hmm. I kind of think, what's the point? Like, Make it three litres. Like, three litres is where it's at. Like, just 180 grams of coffee, three litres of brew, stick it in a Fetco vac pot that's preheated, and it will last till lunchtime at above 80 degrees. And it's not stewed. It's tasty. And, you know, as far as simplifying the service, like, like all the staff in the cafe can drink it. You're not wasting milk and barista time. You know, like, theoretically... If you're brewing three liters in the morning and you don't have to make chef, you don't have to make all three chefs and and the and you know front of house staff lattes and you know how much time are you you saving? You know, there's got to be an hour of hour of barista time saved in the morning every morning at seven hours a week. Yeah, it's two hundred and ten dollars. You know, like you know yeah. the payback is is there? Like just everyone's having brewed coffee in the morning. You know, like you know, better for your health. Yeah, and better for the bottom line of the restaurant. And totally. you know what? You better you you actually learn more about yeah. coffee. Totally, totally. You know, so, you know. Yeah. I, I think there's still you know room in the cafe for a one liter brewer. So you you know you do smaller batches. But I think I, um, I I would play devil's advocate slightly on that point. In that um, I like the the Marco one because it uses 120 grams which fits nicely into a, two brews from a 250-gram oh, bag of coffee. Nice. Whereas totally. you're only getting one full brew out of a 250-gram bag with the, with the Technoborn. And you've got 60 grams left over that you yeah, have to the, play with. Yeah, what do you do? You catch it up in three bags. But, but if you've only got yeah. two bags of one coffee, then you're starting to make house blends of filter. Which we do regularly. <laughs> which we do here, but yeah. we don't recommend. <laughs> but there also is the capacity of that three litre to just brew two litres. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. this is right. true. Yeah, this is true. Which, Wait, but which, which kind of defeats purpose because that technology, you just press the button, it does three litres, 3.1 yeah, litres of water. And just, you just go, you know, and I like that, but... Yeah, I think it's a good lesson in simplicity for our efficiencies as well. Use a three-liter Technovorn and learn see how to it. sell three liters of coffee. But also learn how to do nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like get like uh, prepare, have everything ready, put it in the in the basket and press go, and just like do nothing. Do nothing. Let it do its thing, and that's what technology is there for. You just need to make sure your parameters correct, which is. Dose grind setting because it does the water. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know. Hey, hey. <laughs> put a timer on the first one to make sure you're in the right right time. 
yep. know your grind settings roughly correct, you're away. You're away. And apply that, that, that simple theory to all of your processes on your bar and that's where you'll find your efficiencies. Yeah, mm. totally. Good point, Tom. Thank you. Welcome. Grinders. I think we've thrashed out, thrashed out equipment. Batch bros. Bat batches pretty thoroughly there, but uh, let's just that Marvel Street uh, mod of the ant from SP2, boys. In the space of about Mike and Nico, in the space <laughs> of about an hour, you guys uh, with a dangerously armed with uh, a can of spray paint Stanley and <laughs> Stanley knife, you guys. Yeah turned the SP2 from a highly functional but fairly ugly machine into a stealth, sick-looking piece of kit. That's a subjective pers uh, perspective on the ugliness. <laughs> Very much so. That yeah, is a personal opinion. Beautiful. I think out of the box there, my personal opinion <laughs> is they're not that sexy. Yeah. But with they're the Marvel Street mod, they are just in like a, in a limbo stage, you know, in five years' time, that original look will probably be... All the rage again. Yeah. It's function. I really like function, that function first. Right? I really like yeah, that they've yeah. not changed the grinder at all, but they've added that the doser and porterfielder holder. And the price point. And it's like it's a smart but, move. And that that doser Man. button activation. So accurate. And it, that that whole kit there, that is amazing. Mm. I, there's not a grinder on the market that I've ever used that is as Works. easy to use and functional. Yeah. So if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, we, we, we bought a few Anthem grinders for... Uh, from, from the epic legends at Espresso Company. Yeah. I only wish all, uh, uh, as, a, as a business owner, I only wish all um, commercial equipment suppliers operate like they did yeah. as far as so on, 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 on the customer side. It's like, you know, place the order grinders arrive like it's like I ordered them yesterday I haven't paid for them yet thank you so much payment's coming right now <laughs> yeah. you know thank you you know you know it's so it's so awesome just to be able to you know have that generosity and trust that small business needs you know but anyway back to the grinder mm, and we pulled it out brewed some coffee it tasted awesome and then we just wondered what what could we do to make them look a little nicer but before we go down that the Marvel Street mod path Mike can you just tell us just tell us a little bit about the grinder like the the key like how to what the blades the you know yeah just so it's what they're 78 mil flat burr blades I could be wrong on that that dimension but roughly there um, whatever that means right yeah you know they're flat burrs which mean burrs, generally better, means they're, they're better particle size yeah. range much more accurate um, but aside from that you know, it's got a it's got a doser, holds your portafilter. The dosing's extremely accurate. If you do underdose, the purge button, which you activate with your portafilter, is so accurate. Which is which is almost impossible to do on any grinder, any other grinder. Yeah. I mean, no, on yeah, the mythos, you're, you're on really the mythos, using shoot. the other hand on yeah, the robot, totally. or you start a whole another cycle on the mythos, and then you flip the switch off, and then you clean your. Yeah. <laughs> then you waste some you coffee. Can, you can t clearly <laughs> tell I've been there. Um, but yeah, it's just accurate, and the only thing that's a little bit dicky is the how did the program your doses. But that's just because they haven't changed the grinder at all. I, I, you know, I, and I think that's a simple change. If we were to, if we were to, you know, maybe offer some suggestions, you know, Salvatore is the kind of guy that could be mm. pushy enough to to make those changes. He's, you know, he's he's very passionate about that product. Yeah. And look, um, uh, um, the boys in Sydney, Laurie, um, Fergus. And the Barefoot Boys, they, they put the Mythos next to the uh, Anthem, next to the EK, and pulled the same coffee. And they kind of thought that the, the, the Anthem lacked the clarity but had greater depth. The Mythos was definitely clearer and sat in between, and then the EK was obviously the cleanest, clearest coffee, you know. Uh, but drinking... It, drinking a black coffee almost straight out of the roaster was was it no it was a week old uh, it was a week old it was a week old no it was a week mean, old yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was it, 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 you know not with no comparison or com you know it, if I got that coffee served to me I would be you know I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning because I drank it all so you know, <laughs> you know. it was yeah. good it was, it was it was super tasty and like what we 
I don't know. I don't really don't know the, 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 the procedures with seasoning coffee grinders, but we chucked a kilo through it and then got bored of that and just started brewing coffee. Um, not even a kilo, I don't think. We got we got 500 grams and we're like, stuff this, let's just make some coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it tasted awesome. Well, you know, um, the, the brew guide, it just hit the brew guide. The extraction was 20.5%. Mm-hmm. So seasoning, just go. Make coffee. Tasted Ooh. good. Hmm. A lot of people are pre-seasoning grinders before they get out. I'm not yeah. sure if Anthem are doing that now, but a lot of birds are coming. Was there any? Was there any grinds there in the grind? No, yeah. I didn't say anything in the manual yeah. that suggested that. So, so, what were your questions, Joe? Um, why, why, is, why do you like it? Oh, tell us more about it. And then, what do we do to it? Did we just painted it black. <laughs> painted everything black and put yeah. like a card holder on it, so you can put. Yeah, we're gonna get a card holder and a custom uh, a, a new hopper lid built up for it and it's sort of going to be like a nice uh, entry-level grinder for our accounts with a, a, a much more approachable price point than a, a Mythos or a, an EK or something like that. And, and from our tech, apparently there's, there's less, less um, breakdowns, much simpler, less, le- less electronics, less breakdowns, more well, proven tech. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had a Mythos that was a day old here or something. Three. Like, yeah, three in a week. In one or, delivery. Or, yeah. With issues. Yeah. That wrecked our Saturday, didn't it? Yeah. Or yours. Or mine. <laughs> <laughs> On the grinders, um, generally, make sure you're, you know, at least weekly taking the burrs off and cleaning them. Mm. Off or out? Or out, not off. Off. Just, well, getting to the burrs so you can clean them properly. Especially with the Mythos. Yeah. It's four yeah. screws for the Mythos. They recommend every eight hours. Eight kilos. Eight kilos. Eight hours. Eight kilos. Every day. You should be doing a kilo an hour anyway. Yeah, change, if, if you're not doing a kilo yeah, change, an hour, what are you Change the screws to like an Allen key head so you can get in there. Yep. Yeah. And, and get a little portable drill and just zap them out every day. Give them a brush and a clean. I think we had a really, you know, you know this is pretty standard stuff. I mean, we, you know, there was an EK uh, uh, not working properly or, you know, like we were going fighter on the EK and it wasn't, it wasn't, the, the, the brew times weren't increasing so we mm. quickly just yeah. zapped the front of the EK off cleaned it with a brush cleaned the burrs put it back together again and ten boom seconds. 10 seconds 10 seconds boom. more extraction time you know, from a 20 second shot to a 30 second you shot know, you, so, but, so theoretically all the, all the cracks within the, you know, the, all, all the, the space between the, the sharp bits of the burrs fill up with coffee grinds so then they just don't do their job it's just an, you know you, you adjust the grind fineness but it's actually not doing anything because, mm-hmm. you know, you're moving the teeth closer together, but there's no gap. There's no increase, you know. Anyway, onwards. Mm. Clean your grinders. That's my tip. There's going to be a question later on that says tip of the week. That's mine. Oh, yeah. Clean your grinder. Clean next? your grinder. Are we moving on now? I Let's move on. Good. Uh, number three. That, that, that's it. Move on. Moving on. So, you know, if, if we had... Over to you, Joe. <laughs> uh, quality advice for listeners. Wholesale, retail, anyone. Yeah. Anyone, anyone. I get tip, tip number one comes from me. Home it's like, it's like make sure your grinder's clean. Okay. Less is more. Do as little as possible. And if you're trying to change anything, just change one thing at a time. Be... be um, systematic about whatever you're doing and uh, come to it with a scientific approach but a simple mind mm-hmm. if you cool. make a batch brew shake it shake it shake it shake it w- while it's brewing no <laughs> <laughs> you do nothing while it's brewing Tom just said that because um, I think what are we a few of the mornings we've Joe's got, the technical te- Joe's got the technical word for what happens. It's called stratification. Layers of strength. Yeah. And every beverage stratifies. And it's like, yeah, it's, totally. It's totally. like if you were to brew, brew a batch and then... And, Olive oil and, and water. And take a sample from the top and the bottom, the strength is like 100, 200% different or something. Yeah. It's like two, you're getting like 2% strength coffee from... From the very bottom, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So just for balance and evenness of extraction and taste, just give it a good mix up before you serve it. Yeah. It's a, it's quite funny because we all approach the vac pot. We pick up the vac pot, the three liter vac pot, 
and give it a shake before we before and mildly burn ourselves sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> shake the back part and, and then the and then so but I mean you know it does make a difference. But certainly once you've brewed the beverage, give the back pot a shake. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, cool. Mm. Um we haven't talked about menu changes. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Um, yeah. So, so this week's this Marble week's Street Wholesale menu. Menu, as in what you'll be receiving next week, we say goodbye to the Dairy Coacher, which is um, a lovely Ethiopian coffee from Guji. Um, we brewed the, uh, roasted that as espresso this week as a little farewell, and um, that, that's probably seen the last of it. Maybe some of you will get a little taste of it in a, a sneaky Christmas blend that we might might be may on. or may not be working on <laughs> but and then you're not know. getting a sneaky christmas blend for christmas that's not <laughs> and what else we're adding a colombian triple a uh coffee from tolima regional triple a um probably filter first espresso next yep yeah have we roasted that up yet today cool and then we'll so that's going on the menu so and blends are as is. Daily grinds, El Meridiano, A and Daytanli and um, Still got three Ethiopians, four Ethiopians on the menu. Three Ethiopians. Three Ethiopians. Three Ethiopians. Two yoga chefs and a Sadaba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Conga Co Cherry Margarisa. Yep. And Gorakona. Gorakona. All amazing. And on the uh, South and Central American side we've got Cascabel, Triple A. As filter. Um, filter and espresso, and we've got Antonio Ricinos from Guatemala. and Which is, you know, i got to talk about that coffee. Mm. You know, it's not uh, Tommy. Can you talk about it, please? I can talk about the coffee. That's a coffee we received um, by Caravella, pre-ship samples. Reminded us of the Santa Isabel, but the bit more chocolate, bit more orange, less... Feminine. Uh, Definitely more robust. More robust. Um, sweet and clean. Uh, I then went away for five weeks and came back to a cupping table with a coffee that tasted quite... You could taste the processing method of the coffee quite evidently and I had no idea what it was. And it turned out it was the... Uh, same coffee, right? Same coffee that we'd selected. Um, and on the cupping table it was quite, uh, you know, different. Uh, through the espresso machine, however, it's just brewing sparkly, sugary, delightful espresso. And I think this week, with everyone I visited yesterday, that was the espresso coffee that everyone who had been brewing it was talking about. Yeah. Awesome. So it's just one of those Isn't ones that, that shine it, through. It's, it's, it, it kind of defies, defies our, our, you know, it's like if it cups amazingly brews amazingly it's definitely one of those defiant coffees which on the coffee table maybe is a bit too much process and maybe we wouldn't have selected that coffee based on based on 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 the cupping sample you know but the cupping sample and the the pre-ship sample and the arrive sample clearly different coffees different coffees uh but still amazing amazing yeah do you agree absolutely i I think it's incredible the the difference between it on the cupping table and it through the coffee machine. It's yeah. I think yeah. the the process kind of um, and not unlike a natural that you just taste and taste and taste. It it, it it's present, but then it finishes, and yeah. you get a lot more depth really and complexity. Clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. definitely through the espresso machine, that that pronounces acid that happens. You know, just yeah. you just get more acid in the espresso machine, right? Yeah. Rather than immersion. That just happens, and drip. But um, you know, I think that, that that process of extraction, you know, heightens acidity. So we're getting this balance that we didn't think we'd get. You know, it's, it's really nice as espresso. I'm enjoying it. I, you know, it kind of stops me on the cupping table. Mm. You know, I raise an eyebrow. <laughs> I, ra- I raise an eyebrow yeah, every time. And a, every time I just and an eyeball pops out. It's like yeah, it's like <laughs> what's going on with number four? <laughs> yeah. oh, it's the it's Is the that decaf? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Is that is that the whole menu? And our uh, special variety coffee, Maurizio Escalon from El Salvador, mm. which is another 
coffee that we, when we first got, was sort of process heavy. Not nearly as much, but... It's not um, as processy now, is it, right? No. no it's no, probably no. had the reverse effect. Yeah. Like, but likewise, it, I think we, we sample roasted and well, it was definitely on the higher side of the process, but... We it's definitely a rugged. It's, it's definitely a rugged it's, coffee, it's, right? El Salvador. It's quite. Yeah, but it's like it's it's bright up front, and then it just finishes mm. round and smooth. And I had the same experience last time. I did the delivery run to Brisbane. Of I had three espressos of it in a row, and everyone was just loving it, and they were all excellent, great to excellent. Thanks, Tobias from Kabuki, for that one. That was definitely the best of that day. I always have a good coffee there. Yeah, man. He just. They work yeah, hard. Yeah, they work hard at it. Just so much, so much respect for. You that. know, I reckon it's almost like clockwork. Every fifty days, they would buy a, a tub of VST refractometer filters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a right. hundred in a tub, and almost clockwork. Every fifty days, they order a new tub. Yeah, right. Twice a day, refractoring. Okay. Refacting his coffee, just you know, he dials in by taste and checks. He, he, but he checks, yeah, yeah, and he cares, and they work hard, and the coffee tastes frigging amazing. And linear classic, right? Just old school machinery. Yeah, know, he's got a timer upgrade on it, Kronos, yeah, on the buttons, but 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 other than that, right? I mean, it's a yeah, linear classic. Linear classic. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's the entry level specialty coffee machine now. It's like yeah, it's where you know, but it tastes great. Always clean machinery process simple processes yeah and confidence right like you know i think just this is what we're doing commit yeah let's go which is generally the same day to day you know yeah <laughs> just do what we did yesterday because that was really good and well. thanks to him for letting us know when we do a good job he's one yeah. of the people that always messages us in like usually it's like eight o'clock in the morning or something when he's just Got yeah. everything set up. Shares like, love. This coffee's tasting awesome today. Thanks, guys. It means yeah, so much to us to get those messages. Yeah, especially massively. it's like we're in this cave. Just it's a nice cave. Yeah, it's getting nicer, right? Yeah. Um, we on to number four? Yeah, I think it's time to bring this home, hey? So, what what are we doing now? And we're ending on a rapid fire question for each, each one of us. Just one each. So we can just go, Joe can ask Nico, Nico can ask me. Okay, ask cool. Tom. And you can make something up, ask something like, what, are you, what coffee are you going to drink tomorrow? I don't know, I just thought it, yeah. something to end on of, to cool. think about. Cool. Yeah. Which, or, be, you, or you can just choose one. I'm going to be drinking Co-Cherry. Has someone asked you the question <laughs> yet? <laughs> no, I just, thought I'd volunteer that information. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think um, I think Joe's drunk all the three liters of today's coffee. I've done quite well. You have. Um, I'll ask you, Joe. Uh, favorite coffee this week? Cherry filter. Daily grind espresso. Cool. Thank you. So, you asked Tom, I reckon. Oh. Oh, just go I, I, see, I see how it goes, right. Circular motion. Okay. It's, it's, okay. Um, Tom, yes, fav- favourite coffee this week? Daily Grind Espresso. Where? Good day? Yesterday? Or was Ooh. Daily Grind Long Black? That place is an institution for Daily Grind Espressos. Like, you know. Yeah. Timmy? And Banter. Timmy? Timmy? No, Jack. Jack. Awesome. Young guy? Uh, uh, DJ. Yeah, o- DJ, DJ. DJ. DJ, boom. Wow. Yeah, owner, DJ, yeah. if you're listening to this, thanks. That's where it begins and ends. Day- Daily Grind Espresso for me. It was, I think, cupping table as well. Same as what Mike was sort of getting at. For me, the Daily Grind was excellent. And the there was... No, actually, if we're going to include the cupping bowls, everyone who has... The twenty-first roast date of the Cascabel Espresso. Oh yeah, get oh, ready. Okay. Oh my god! Like <laughs> that was the you know top five cupping bowls for me of the year. Cool, cool. big call. Cool. 
It was chewy nougat. Yeah. Like grapey. I actually red, actually red berries. Taste it. Yeah. It was like, it was between like uh, Africans to Ethiopians. Oh no, it was before some Ethiopians and it was, for me, the standout cup on the table. Uh, sick. It was, I haven't had that experience with a Colombian next to an Ethiopian ever. It was, I, yeah, I can't stop thinking about it to be honest. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, for Mike, <laughs> I, I have a question, and it is: What are you wearing underneath your Marvel Street shirt? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> show us, baby, show us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig's here. Hey, Craig. Uh, on the Loring, how are you finding the? Grab, grab a chair, join us. The what am I trying to say? The the processes between batch sizes. How am I enjoying that? <clears throat> oh, I'm enjoying it because I'm learning. Um, but I guess we set out with the Loring to pretty much create one profile as a standard, as, as the standard and a profile for espresso and then a longer version a slightly longer version for Thunderbird and a slightly shorter version for Filter. And that has worked at a single back size at 30 kilos. And hello, 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 Craig, hello, Craig. from Craig. Caravella has just joined you, you, us. You can say hello, Craig. There you go. You can share that mic. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But um, going down to something like 18 kilos or 8 kilos has, has definitely been difficult and something I'm still working on. But Well, no. I, I, think, I, think the answer, I think the answer there is that automation isn't always automation yeah it's not it's not yeah there's there's some discovery there yeah you know batch sizes you know the batch sizes from 30 we can't go above 30 right I mean, that's at the moment yeah you know, you know, and, we'll and, then, and then and then you know scaling that 30 to 18 to 8 just doesn't work yeah it's just you know and then, then we find out that that a lot of people that use these roasters have got different profiles for the 8s and the 18s mm. which kind of but I mean, defeats the whole purpose and la like, la la it goes on and on right it goes on ref- and on in reflection to Tom's comment on the Cascabel coffee that tasted great uh, this week that was it's pretty much the same profile just a minute short of mm. roast mm. Um, and it tastes excellent so we just might just be working on shorter roasts mm. smaller yeah. batches smaller batches yeah. yeah I think that's sort of where the question was aimed it was more so about like the you finding the relationships between what you the theories you're applying to the different batch sizes and is that translating to what you expect it to on the table yeah yeah, I, th- I think so. Like, I think I initially set out thinking that the 8 would just taste like the 30, but well, I think we immediately figured out that it didn't. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. it had the all the same qualities, just less sparkle and a bit more hollow through the middle. Um, so quick, quicker roasts. Yeah. So, for hey, now, Don't you think it's great, though, that we can taste that? Yeah. Well, at first, it's yeah, funny because like I was thinking about the other day, we did... We at first, we just cut blends, and it was like there's nothing in it. They're all the same. And then now, I, like we re- like three weeks later from there, you can you can pick it out. Yeah. So, if you repeat something that many times, then you you get good at it. Yeah, you get totally. To know it. Totally. Yeah. Thanks. What a good question. <laughs> um, since I get to ask you, if you could sell coffee to anyone tomorrow in the world, who would you sell coffee to? <laughs> Jeez, you're awesome. So, so is, it, is this? Is this? Uh, you could sell one bag. You could sell as many bags as you want to anyone. Who? who and it could just be doesn't one have to be person. A, yeah. Uh, I've got so many answers that would be corny that I don't want to say them. That <laughs> um, um, goes through my mind right now. Any one person in the world, one person, one business, one, one person, one business could anyone, just be anyone. Part of me says like, part of me exist. says McDonald's, because I, you know it'd be so great to have our <laughs> awesome coffee. And like, so I used to work at McDonald's when I was, you know, as I a, almost did. Well, I did. I don't know if I got the job. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm pretty sure I applied, but I never got the job. Oh, right, you're not getting a job at McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only person ever. Yeah, you know, I, you know. Because 
the systems in place and and i would hope that i would hope that someone with those systems um could produce them and i, I just don't see there's a barrier there if someone if the business has got, got great systems then they should be able to serve amazing coffee absolutely and that's not you know you know given the fact that we're vegans or i'm a vegan i don't you know i don't really want mcdonald's you know serving my coffee but um McDonald's has their own like internal team working on their coffee program at the moment. It's intense what they're putting into yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, totally right. And it's like you know, so so the answer to that question would be the the biggest company that could reach the most amount of people that we could make a difference to, and say, look, you know, coffee can actually be tasty black without milk, without sugar. Everyone's going to be healthier. You know, there's a different. You know, you, you you can taste what you can taste what you know. Um, what our farmers are working on and our importers, exporters, you know, it's not, it's not caramel sauce, milk, sugar. I mean, if we could, you know, if we can just take all that shit out and just go coffee and water. Remember when McDonald's used to just have like predominantly like filter coffee. Yeah. Could have been so good. Could have been so good. Could have been so good. Yeah. Could have been so good. And imagine the coffee we could buy. From you, yeah, Craig. You know, so 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 you know, I could say, oh, I want, you know, who's who's some of my fans? I suppose you know, Tim Windlebar is one of my fans. Mark Dunham is, you know, um, Russ. You know, they're all guys that I look up to, and you know, and they probably already, they already buy our coffee, I suppose, at some point. So, so um, um, you know, but for me, it would be, um, yeah, be the biggest, baddest institution that we could change that we could make a difference to at a, on a larger on a larger scale that would be you know forgetting about money and, and volume you know it would just be how can we make a difference yeah reach yeah you yeah said that quickly this podcast that you have great reach <laughs> 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 yeah I can't remember what that was referring to uh i think we're talking about the microphone 